Greetings, my friend. Welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. God bless you, my dear friend. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that you're able to use in your life, the life of your family, the life of your friends, and the lives of people you haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Okay, are you ready? Let's get started. This is episode number 51, number 51, and is titled, In Process of Time. It's found in Genesis 4.3, and I'm going to read Genesis 4.3 in the King James Bible. It says this, And in process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. So there you go, my friends. We're going to talk about process of time, and we're going to start with Genesis 4.3. My name is Preacher John. I'm John Shuck. It's a Belgium name, spelled C-H-O-Q-U-E, John Shuck, a preacher. I'm a street preacher, founding pastor, a church builder, and a missionary. I am building our new missionary church here in Boulder, Colorado. And uh, we are recording this show in Boulder, it's a Saturday afternoon. I spent the day with the Lord. Today is my Sabbath unto the Lord. It's a Saturday, the seventh day that the Lord rested is the same day that Preacher John rests. I work six days a week on the streets, preaching and ministering with my big old Jesus banner. It stands about 10 feet tall, or at least the top of the banner is 10 feet tall. And I get people by the thousands and thousands and thousands every week that drive by or walk by or look or read or glance at my banner, which proclaims Jesus Christ as Lord and leads people in a salvation prayer. And in the, while my banner is lifted, I intercede in the Holy Spirit, uh, intercession for their soul. I stand in the gap before the Lord for their soul. And when people are drawn to me by Jesus Christ, Jesus said, if I be lifted up, he will draw all men unto himself. And so when I lift up Jesus, Jesus draws the people to me. And when I converse with them and I talk with them, I pray with them, I answer their questions or counsel or whatever the Lord wants me to do with the person, then I give them one of my gospel tracts. uh, And then I get their first name and they go into my prayer book where I lift up their name every day, seven days a week to the Lord. My prayer is that I will be able to touch a million people every year until Jesus comes or until I go home. And in that million people, I'm praying this year, I'm praying that I lead a thousand people to Jesus Christ, a thousand lost souls to be saved through this ministry, and and most likely indirectly. And one of the ways I do, uh, ways I, let me rephrase that, the, one of the ways I touch people for heaven is in this podcast. This podcast is built around what we call this Sunday prayer letter, Sunday prayer letter. It's kind of an extensive letter. I've been writing it since December of 2018. I've never missed a Sunday yet. Uh, Doesn't say I won't miss one, but uh, I haven't missed one yet. So it's really a joy for me to sit down with the Lord all day long and at the end of the day to... uh, Uh, sit down at my computer and to write as the Lord leads me, as the Spirit of God uh, moves me in through the Scriptures. And I basically never know what the topic is until I start writing. Now, I've done different things to come up with topics, and 
it's whatever the Holy Ghost wants. That's what John wants. Whatever the Holy Ghost is leading me to do, that's exactly what Preacher John's going to do. So that's the intro, I guess, to the show. I don't know why I kept talking like that, but I guess it's to get my... uh, just get a little uh, comfortable, I guess, with this big old microphone on my face. I don't know what it is with this microphone, but it's uh, pretty big. <laughs> it feels like feels like it feels like it fills my whole face. And uh, and I always make a tea. Today I have a spearmint, a Trader Joe's spearmint and lemon tea. It's really quite good. Hmm, kind of soothes my throat so that I can do this show. I hope the show doesn't last too long. So well, let's just get into it. Again, the title of our letter and the title of our show or the, of this episode is called In Process of Time. And I'll read it again. It's Genesis 4.3. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought out of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And what I do on these shows is I read as a script my Sunday prayer letter here. And so that's what we'll be doing. And occasionally I'll go off into little tangents to the left and to the right, but we will always come back to our letter that is the basis for the podcast. So on the top of the letter it says, Greetings, my friend. Let's pray. O Lord, help us to know time. What time is it? Lord Jesus, is it important for all of us to know what time it is? Is your return subject to us knowing the time of your return? These are questions we have. Holy Ghost, you are our teacher of the word of truth. Thank you for teaching all that Jesus taught and wants us to know. We give you, Holy Heavenly Father, all the honor and all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. This is a difficult prayer. I normally don't pray much about timing. However, in the last year on the street, many have asked me seriously about time. Last week, this came to a head when way too many people were asking and talking, or rather preaching to me, about time. Of course, I'm referring to the time of the return of Jesus Christ, or possibly, or more specifically, the time of the, quote, rapture, unquote, or the caught away, or caught up, as per 1 Thessalonians 4.17, also in regards to flight, as in Matthew 24.20 and Mark 13.18. Can you possibly see that knowing the time is something that can potentially capture our every imagination? And what I mean by that is, by thinking along these lines of in process of time, people can get really caught up in doctrine that can hurt and lead souls astray. From my years and decades of preaching and ministering, I see only the possibility of wrongdoing whenever talking about the rapture and the notion that we can know what time the Lord Jesus Christ will catch us away. Genesis 4.3, and it says, In process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. I'm using this certain scripture because it is the first mention of the word time, T-I-M-E, time, in the King James Bible. 
which with all my study of Bible versions is the most accurate and most true of all the Christian English Bibles ever in print since the King James 1611. Yes, I realize this is saying something quite controversial and possibly a division of sorts to the body of Christ. However, Jesus did not come to bring peace. Jesus came to bring a sword. I, too, as a preacher of the Lord Jesus Christ, bring not peace, but a sword. Matthew 10:34. Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace. I came not to send peace. I'm going to say it again. I came not to send peace, but a sword. That was Jesus. It's actually in red in the Holy Bible. Matthew 10, 34. This Sunday prayer letter may not be like any other of my letters. Not sure yet. I do pray that this letter will be a rather short and to the point because it's been a long week for me. We are titling this letter in process of time based upon Genesis 4.3. In the previous Sunday prayer letter, we talked about a scripture, Matthew 7.29, in a title called Having Authority. And we also preached on this scripture on Sunday and on Wednesday and several times through the week. So why did I bring up the Bible version issue? I brought this topic up like I normally do, because of the many conversations that I had on the street this week. Understand that I preach and minister six days a week. I don't sit at home and play around. I work daily for the Lord Jesus Christ out in the public arena, the streets and the lanes of my city and the surrounding cities of my state. Due to this exposure that I have to the multitudes of people, I get a different perspective on what is actually happening in the Spirit compared to many who don't do what I do. It's quite simple to understand. This face-to-face ministry is significantly different than watching television or viewing online videos or reading newspapers or browsing magazines and even scanning news boards and websites and forums. I am a street preacher. I am a founding pastor to a new missionary church. Due to this calling, the Lord Jesus Christ has anointed me to do the work. I must therefore be faithful to only, O-N-L-Y, to only my Savior and Lord, not to man. Yes, yes, yes. I realize this letter seems more like a rant. However, it is not. I'm attempting to clarify where I stand. There are many new people following this ministry, and they may not know or may not be fully aware of where Preacher John stands in regards to these current events that are happening. So let's get into our letter. It's, again, it's Genesis 4.3, And in process of time it came to pass, that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. Looking at our key text we can clearly see that time was passing by. Time was not standing still. Time was allowing for the teaching of Adam to go forth. Time was in process. Process means to move forward, not to stand still or move backwards. Process means to advance 
Or let me say it this way, as if I was on the street. Get moving, buddy. (laughs) Get moving. You see, time does not stand still. Also, time is not in our control. If time were in our control and our understanding and our ability to manipulate it, well then, Cain would not be where he is today. Where is Cain today? Look here, let me tell you. 1 John 3, 12. 1 John chapter 3, verse 12. We're talking about a man named Cain. It's C-A-I-N, Cain. Remember who Cain is? Cain's parents were Adam and Eve. So that man goes way back in history. Adam and Eve was a long time ago. So where is Cain today? Let's look at what 1 John 3.12 says. Not as Cain, who was of that wicked one, and slew his brother, and wherefore slew him, he him, because his own works were evil, and his brother's righteous. Uh, A little sidebar. Do you know who his brother's name was? Yeah, that's right. It was... uh, <laughs> oh my goodness, my mind went blank. Here I am in the middle of the show, and I stopped reading my letter, and I went to a little sidebar. So, uh, uh, Abel, there, <laughs> oh, there's a preacher who doesn't know how to read the Bible. But uh, Abel was uh, his brother's name. Cain slew or murdered Abel. Uh, it's a great, I don't know if it's a great story, but it's an interesting story that, uh, about, uh, uh, about people. Uh, let's just stay on our letter, okay? Because for some reason, I can't seem to stay focused today. I'm, I'm actually quite tired. I, I, I just, this has been a long week for me, and it's been a, so many people have come against me this week. I've had more opposition this week than I've had in many, many, many months. Then couple that with the severe weather and the high winds and the cold and some hot days thrown in there so you don't know how to dress. And it's been a very difficult week. Uh, that's why I love my Sundays, because Sundays is my reset day. Everything starts all over again, starts fresh. Day one, Sunday, the day the Lord rose from the grave. Amen. <laughs> I don't know where I am. <laughs> oh, here we go. First John three twelve. Not as Cain, who was of that wicked one, and slew his brother, and wherefore slew he him, because his own works were evil and his brother's righteous. Now then, where is Cain today, right now? Or where will Cain be later? Yeah, really. Since we brought up this man Cain, let's talk about him and see what happened to him, and also why the process of time will not help anyone today. I'm going to say that one more time, because for some reason people miss that. Since we brought up this man, Cain, let's talk about him and see what happened to him and also why the process of time will not help anyone today. (laughs) You got it? (laughs) Now, that is a big statement to make because I hear people tell me that they know how time works and how in process of time things can be understood and how they can know just exactly what the Creator is doing. Yep, they know what's going on. Even though God Himself said, as recorded in Mark 13, 
Verse 33, Mark 13, 33. Take ye heed, watch and pray, for ye not, <laughs> for ye know not when the time is. Take ye heed. Ye, Y-E, is for all of us. It's not the guy next door or the lady down the street. It's all of us. Take All of us take heed and watch and pray, for all of us do not know what time it is. That's just so important. And for some reason, people say that's not true, even though God himself said it to all of us. <laughs> Anyways, we'll go on. Look, if we could go back to our text for this letter, it says clearly, in process of time. Does this mean that we control time or that we can know what time it is? Listen, if Cain, who lived with the first man created by God, Adam, his dad, could not tell what time it was, because if he could... He would surely have done a different offering and lived his life differently. Look at these scriptures here. Mark 13, 35. Watch ye therefore, for you know not when the master of the house cometh, at even, or at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning. Matthew 24, 42. Watch therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doth come. The truth is, the end of all things is at hand and has been since Cain and actually before Cain because of what his dad and his mom did. 1 Peter 4, 7, But the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober and watch under prayer. Revelation 16, 15, Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. Wow. Amen. When we live our life as a watchman, we then will pray earnestly. Then we will go out into our city and proclaim the truth. Do you do that? The first mention of the word watchman in the King James is 2 Samuel 18.24. Let me read it to you. And David sat between the two gates, and the watchman went up to the roof, over the gate, unto the wall, and lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, a man running alone. Wow. This is where many are that proclaim the end of time is near, and that Jesus is soon coming to rapture his church. In fact, on Friday, March 5th, 2021 in Denver, while I was preaching, I was told it will be this coming fall of 2021. L let me just say that again in case somebody missed that, because this is how serious it is. On Friday, May, uh, March 5th, Friday, March 5th, 2021 in Denver, I was street preaching first Friday of the month in Denver. I was preaching, ministering, and somebody came up to me, very serious person. It wasn't some Yahoo. It was a serious person, very cleanly dressed, very nice, very knowledgeable, very wise man. And he said to me, he said, I was told, <laughs> and I understand, he said, that this coming fall of 2021, Jesus will return and rapture his church. 
fall of 2021. So we'll see what happens fall 2021, okay? Because that's when we are. We're in 2021 right now. And this is, uh, what, this is actually March uh, 6th. I'm recording this. that will go out March 7th on Sunday, the Sunday prayer letter. So March, uh, April, May, June, July, August, September. So, you know, just... You know, a few more months down the road, we're all going to be gone, according to this man, according to the very wise teachers that he listens to. And you see what I'm, see the point, see the point, you hear what I'm saying? Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Uh, Anyways, my friend, telling people the time of the rapture is nothing short of X, 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 X. That's what I have on my letter. Because I can't even say the word. The Holy Ghost won't let me. That's how bad it is. Read this and listen to it. It says, Matthew 24, 37. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. And this, Luke 17, 26. And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. Plus this, 1 Peter 3.20, which sometime were disobedient when once the long-suffering of God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was a preparing, wherein few, that is, eight souls, were saved by water. What is, what does, and what do, these three holy scriptures add up to. <laughs> yeah, I know, three. <laughs> it means that even Noah himself did not know the time that the Lord would do what he said he was going to do with the earth. It also means that even we ourselves do not know the time that the Lord will catch up his church and do what he said he was going to do. Look, my conclusion as a full-time street preacher and minister is... Get to work. Here's a sidebar. Get to work because that's exactly what Noah was doing. Noah was building, 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 working, 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 and preaching at the same time. He was working and preaching. He was a preacher of righteousness. But he didn't just preach. He didn't just preach, preach, preach. He was working, building the ark. And if he wasn't building the ark, guess what? Those eight souls would not have been saved. So um, this is still a sidebar here. It's not on my letter. But all the folks who are not building and just talking and just preaching only that Jesus is coming, Jesus is coming, Jesus is coming, I tell you, the rain is going to fall. And your ark is not built. Your ark is not built. And we know what, who the ark is. And um, I'm going to stop right there before I go any further in that because uh, there's more to be said there. But the Holy Spirit is withdrawing my uh, speech, so I will stop talking there and I will go back to my prayer letter. So my conclusion as a full-time street preacher and minister is get to work. Just like the Lord Jesus said so well, Mark 16, 15 is where he said it. He said, Jesus said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. 
Mark 16, 16. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Mark 16, 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Mark 16, 18. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Mark 16, 19. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. Mark 16, 20. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen? Amen. That's Mark 16, 15 through 20. Get into those scriptures. Those are the scriptures that are found, our church is founded upon. Gospel Evangelist Church. Foundation scriptures are Mark 16, 15 through 20. And guess what, my friends? Guess what Satan has done with the Holy Word of God that so many people read? And I've listened to people on the street tell me their favorite Bible. Satan has taken out Mark 16, 9, all the way to 20. Took it out. It's all blank. That page is blank. Doesn't exist. Yeah, oh, God didn't do that. God didn't say that. It's all gone. Yeah. Yeah, that, it. you know, but people love their... ESV, their NIV, they love their little NASB, they love their their Bibles, because it's their Bibles, not God's. <laughs> my, my. When we go out and preach the gospel, we will be exactly where the Lord Jesus Christ wants us. Let me do another sidebar. When we all go out and preach the gospel, then we will be exactly where the Lord Jesus Christ wants us. And do you know where he wants us? He wants us building the ark, preaching the gospel, so people can come in and get saved. Amen? Get out there and get preaching and get people saved. That's what we do. We stop doing all this other stuff. That has nothing to do with preaching the gospel. Preaching the gospel. Because if we preach the gospel, Jesus said that he will confirm the word with signs following. So then, what is the gospel? I wrote seven little points here in my letter. I'm going to say each one. Point one. We're talking about what is the gospel, because that's what Jesus does. He said, you go out in the world and preach the gospel. So what is the gospel? So I wrote seven points here. Everyone's different points would be different, but these are the ones I wrote down here. It's very, there's a lot of, lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of different scriptures you can use, but I got seven of them here. So number one, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Number two, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Number three, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Point four, what must I do to be saved? Point five, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Point six, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. 
6.7. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. My own salvation prayer of belief was, Jesus, if you're real, here I am. And I was born again, May of 1974, or thereabouts. I was around 19 and a half, maybe 20. God knows the exact time and age. I do not need to know what time it is. Get it? I don't need to know what time it is. God bless you, my friend. It's signed JC. In the bottom or below my signature are three scriptures. I'll read them to you. Psalm 27.5, For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. Psalm 41.1, Blessed is he that considereth the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. Psalm 62.8, Trust in him at all times, ye people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Amen and amen. All right, folks, this is my Sunday prayer letter. It's written Saturday, March 6, 2021, at 5.13 p.m. in Boulder, Colorado. It's written by John Shuck, street preacher, founding pastor, church builder, and missionary. God bless you, my dear friend. I pray that Jesus Christ is Lord of your life. Amen and amen.